Hey guys, welcome to the Tea in Tokyo podcast. This is episode 25. My name is Somia. And I'm Ellie. And what have we done this week? So this week we ventured out of Tokyo and visited Kuruizahawa. Yeah, that's right. So we'll tell you all about it right now. podcast that we're doing outside of our apartment we're actually in Nagano but this podcast is about so we just we just arrived in Nagano from Karuizawa we were really wanting to record this podcast over there but we just didn't have time and Mm. we have a couple of hours to kill now so we thought we'd do it here so we apologize for how echoey it is this is a really nice Airbnb but it's very like it's one of those big empty modern ones so there's a lot of echo, like there's no rugs or anything, it's just wooden floors. Yeah, oh, hopefully it doesn't sound too bad though. Um, but yeah, so it's Thursday today. We travelled to Karuizawa on Monday. Mm. And yeah, so it was our first tri- uh, like proper overnight trip somewhere outside of Tokyo. Mm. We were going to take the Shik- uh, Shinkansen, the bullet train, mm. but um, we figured that it's like way too expensive to take. Because it's something a- like... 5,000 oh no it was actually more than that it was about 8,000 yen just going one way which is ridiculous so we thought um we're better off just taking the bus and we decided we really wanted to take the Shinkansen because we wanted to like you know you've got to experience that but um there's like a deal coming up soon in August they're going to be half price so we're like screw it we'll wait until then we definitely want to experience that at least once so where it's you know we might as well wait till it's half price because mm. um, we're thinking about going to probably like Nico. Mm. There's like a nice waterfall there that you can take the bullet train to. So we're probably going to do that in a couple of months. Uh, but yeah, but for now we just took the highway, um, the highway bus. Which everyone was saying to me like at work, they were all like, oh, well, good luck with that. It's so uncomfortable. I didn't find it that uncomfortable. It was totally fine. Yeah, it might be worse for longer trips maybe. But our yeah. one was four hours and it was fine. Yeah. You know, especially since like we basically just fell asleep for most of it. Well, actually... Probably not, actually. Maybe not most of it. We fell asleep for a little bit of it. Yeah, I mean, it was... The thing is, the reason we didn't sleep the whole thing is because it wasn't exactly the most comfortable way to sleep. But yeah, it was fine. Like, it had nice views. And the bus does stop a couple of times to, like, you know, in different stops to pick up people. And also in the middle for, like, a break stop. Yeah, there was, like, a 15-minute break where you could have a wander. So I thought the highway bus was all good. And it was way cheaper. It was, like, what, like, two to 3,000 yen? No, it was less than that. It was only... Oh, really? It was 1,500 yen each yeah 1500 yen each one way as opposed to 8000 one way for um the chicken sand so if you want to save money definitely don't take the chicken sand and apparently the highway buses can be even cheaper because i believe they do overnight ones yeah which are even yeah. cheaper so you know yeah i think like if we took a high an overnight one it would be like 600 yen because the so logic with that is you can sleep the whole bus you don't have to pay for a hotel that night and then you explore the whole day. But I knew that for myself, I wouldn't be sleeping properly on the bus. So it would kind of almost, for me, that next day would be like, not a waste, but I'd be too sleepy to properly enjoy it. So we decided to just take it. Yeah, the there's morning. no point taking an um, overnight bus there, I reckon. Maybe on the way back. Like, if you had work the next day, mm-hmm. you might you could actually take a, um, an overnight bus. That yeah, would, honestly, if you only had like well. a weekend, it would make sense to take it. Like, the first so you had the full weekend, take it there and back, and you'd have a full... You don't have to pay for, like, one night at a hotel. Yeah. But we um, didn't do that. Yeah, we didn't. But, yeah, man, this time is, like, the perfect time to go. 
we were originally like we were the only people on the bus and we thought we were going to be the only ones but then eventually on different stops people kind of came in but still i mean it wasn't even half full you know i would say there was like maybe like eight other people like four couples yeah super 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 quiet Mm. it's such a good time to travel right now and then once we go to um karuizawa you know it's definitely super quiet there as well yeah so it's rainy season which we we went there aware that it was rainy season this was like we were we weren't for like we were hoping that rainy season might be over because sometimes apparently it's sort of like half the month so we're hoping we might get lucky and we were kind of hoping to escape the heat of tokyo so it was pretty quiet like yeah i, I kind of wasn't thinking about the rainy season until the week before when we actually started checking the weather and mm. it was raining because uh, we, when we were planning on going to Okinawa, that's, you know, we were really worried about the rainy season then because we thought, oh crap, like we don't want to go there when it's raining every day. So I hadn't really thought of it, thought about it for this area. By the way, the prefecture that we're in is called Nagano. Mm. So that is a prefecture. This, and we're in like the capital city right now, which is called Nagano as well. Um, and Kairoizawa is just another... It's like um, a resort town. So it's yeah. normally super popular in the winter as like a skiing resort and like yeah. snowboarding. But... It's also become popular in the summer because it's like in the mountains, it doesn't get anywhere near as hot as like the rest of Japan in summertime. Yeah, if you're from like New Zealand, it's kind of like where Hamner Springs is. Or if you're from America, something like Boulder, Colorado or something, just like a mountain town that's kind of small. Yeah, Kuruizawa is like, it's a popular place for people to own like a holiday home or a second house if you're wealthy, you know, as you're like, because it's a resort town. Like it's not a cheap place to live i mean you were saying that you think bill gates has a house there right i'm sure when i was looking up kuruizawa it said like this is a popular place for like the extra wealthy and i think it's the rumor is that bill gates is second house right here. and i think the page listed a couple of other famous people who have like holiday homes there yeah i wouldn't be surprised oh by the way so the hotel that we're at is called apa hotel mm. uh, which is right next to kuruizawa station mm. um so the highway bus that we took it can drop you off in a number of places in kuruizawa but um, we just got dropped off in the station. And man, I would highly recommend people stay at this place. I would honestly give the hotel like a five-star review. Yeah. Simply because it was so convenient. The room was like relatively nice. It had nice high ceilings. Mm. It was, you know, had all the amenities. The only bad thing about our room was that, and Somya didn't even notice this, but I did, was that in the bathroom, the like seal had pulled away, which meant it had gone like, I don't even know if it was moldy or just discolored, which was kind of like not great. No, but I definitely, I definitely noticed. Did you notice? Yeah, but I just, I I, but no, before. Okay. <laughs> but it's not something that I would even consider top. Like. I don't know, because to me that indicates like, I don't know. I don't think a hotel should have like, I don't know, gross stuff like that. It wasn't even gross, but yeah, that was the one small thing that was like, ugh. But otherwise, right. the like location was super convenient. Yeah, when we were walking around town, we saw a couple of other hotels that looked really nice, but no other hotel had was in such a great location. Like, the fact that it's yeah. right next to the station, mm. um, and then it's like a five-minute walk to a very famous shopping center there. And then we also noticed that uh, we didn't use it, and it wasn't even, like, working, but there are ski lifts mm. uh, in a nearby um, mountain. Mm. And obviously those ski lifts are for, you know, for skiing like yeah. in, in the winter time. So, if, you know, if, you, if you're wanting, if you go in winter time for the skiing and stuff, then it's also like a really great place to stay. Yeah. I mean, it's a chain. So, you know that they've got, you know, they've got certain standards, right? 
to main, like that the chain has to maintain yeah like the only like if we weren't going to stay at a chain like that i think i would have the other place to stay in kuruizo would be like a traditional japanese inn like a ryokan where you have onsen because this place is yeah, also known true. for its onsen so that would be the alternative but we went for convenience yeah yeah actually that's probably the only reason why i would stay in another place is uh, if you wanted like the on- onsen experience during winter Mm. That, that'd be real nice and I feel like if you stayed in onsen you're kind of staying there and not really exploring outside because the whole reason you're going is to experience that yeah whereas we were going and we were basing ourselves at our accommodation but we were traveling around Kuruizawa from there mm. so it's it's summer right now and in uh, in Tokyo it's super hot so it's super hot, hot super humid. so gross and also here <laughs> in Nagano right now it's really hot as well yeah so that's kind of our mindset when we were going to Karuizawa uh, um, that you know it's it's summer so there's no point taking winter clothing um, yeah. now I had read that Karuizawa is a thousand meters up so it is quite like high up but and I didn't expect before we left I said don't forget to bring one of your jackets just in case but <laughs> yeah no well, well I had it yeah I had it and then as I was walking out the door I went to tie my shoes or something and I put the jacket down and I forgot to pick it yeah. up and I didn't have any pants or anything I, I mean I, had, I only had shorts <laughs> you wore no pants the <laughs> yeah. whole time I only had shorts I didn't have any jeans and man instant regret it was yeah. pretty goddamn cold like there. it was an okay tip. it was okay so what happened is we bought Somia ended up buying like a crew neck with long sleeves so that he had that on the top half and just shorts and you were a good temperature then right yeah it was yes true so maybe freezing isn't the right word it's it wasn't freezing but it was definitely cold it was cold like i only had a denim jacket and i found that that was like can't you know how denim jackets don't really keep you warm they kind of like block the wind from hitting you directly yeah so that was like kind of almost enough most days but like on one of the days it was pretty cold and Mm. that was not enough like i was pretty cold when we were walking around that day yeah and because this is the rainy season super foggy super so rainy it was kind of cool it was um, like very silent hill-esque yeah know? yeah that's true yeah most of the times we couldn't see the mountain in front of us mm. um so the first day the big thing that we did was we went to the shopping plaza there it's called the prince shopping plaza right next to the station yeah all of my students when i said i was going to kiruizawa were like oh big shopping mall there <laughs> and I was like, yeah, whatever, it can't be that big. But man, I did not, like, I underestimated how big this plaza was. <laughs> yeah, really big. And um, the cool thing is, like, the first thing I noticed there was, there's, like, a Gucci and, like, a Prada. Like, it looked like a kind of, like, a rich place to shop. Uh, but the cool thing is, is that it's it's sort of like an outlet mall. Mm, it is. So everything is basically like 40 at least 40% off, if not, mm. like, 60, 70% off. So you go into these stores and the prices are so good yeah i wish that we were rich because there was so much stuff there to buy there so you know there's those rich stores like prada and gucci but then there's also like sporting stores like puma adidas nike um then there's a bunch of other like banana republic like yeah heaps and heaps and heaps of clothing stores there's some places we can buy like souvenirs there's jewelry shops Mm -hmm. it's also very animal friendly like yeah, they had yeah. in that like there's a big sort of like grassy park area in the middle of it and they would have announcements regularly where they'd be like we thank you and your dog for visiting us 
Yeah, it kind of seemed like a mall that was for humans and dogs. There was even a section where it was like, it was called the, what was it, like the dog department cafe, and then next to it there was a pet spa and then like a pet store. So it was definitely like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. With they, a big as uh, dog park thing as well right next to it. You know, and it's everyone is walking around with their like tiny toy poodles with their chihuahuas and their prams. Yeah, so many dogs. We saw so many, um, wait, what are, the, what are those Japanese dogs called? Shiba Inus. Yeah, man, so many of those. And like so many white ones. Yeah. You know, we kept pointing out every white one and it looked like it was the same dog. Yeah, it might have been the same one over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> nah, the, own, the owners are definitely different. But yeah, man, so many goddamn dogs, you know. But yeah, the prices were so good as well. Like we made some, so we went to Levi's because I really needed some new jeans. I tried to order, like, <laughs> you don't need this story, but I tried to order some from this, like, um, from Topshop online, but they never arrived. And so I've been like holding out because I find like Japanese sizes do not accommodate having hips with a small waist. So in like Japan, if you need it big enough to go over your hips, it's going to be super baggy on your waist. So I've been struggling to find jeans and mine were getting pretty like ready. So we went to Levi and they had like a buy two, get one free deal on top of the discounts, like the 70% off or whatever. So we ended up buying like jeans, a top, Somnia's crew neck. We went to Puma, we both bought sneakers and it was so cheap. Yeah, I, I really kind of didn't even want to buy shoes because I didn't really feel like I needed them, but they were so cheap. <laughs> Proper running shoes. But Somia did need them. That Somia only has, he has his work shoes, a pair of Allbirds, and his hiking shoes. So Somia needed another pair of shoes. Yeah, but the thing is, I definitely don't need sports shoes because I don't do running. I don't go to yeah, the gym. Yeah, but when you, I feel like <laughs> yeah. wearing hiking shoes all the time is a bit too extreme you know you need I to have the that, I literally wore that here in Karazal that's it yeah I don't know I don't know I think that your, <laughs> your shoes were a good purchase oh yeah for sure it was uh, it was probably it was like $40 for shoes that you know if I bought them in New Zealand or something it would probably be like 140 150 yeah everything was so cheap here normally I don't really like shopping that much um and I'm not really interested in buying that much, but man, here, like, I just wanted to buy everything. Yeah. Everything was so cheap. And we sound really lame being so excited about a mall, but I feel like until you've been there, you can't quite grasp how just, like, I don't know how, like, it's not, it's not like, it's not a like multi-story. It's just, like, this massive plaza. Like, it just keeps on going. Like, we, we did all our shopping. We were heading back to our hotel, and then we realized that there was a whole other section. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a mall. They call it a shopping plaza, but it's not like a mall as in, like, everything's indoors mm. and kind of thing. It's, you know, it's sort of like a park. It's like a park with stores in it, you know? Yeah, like a, a really park nice... with stores all around the, like, outside. Like, yeah, it's actually great just to walk around in and stuff, because there's a lot of nature. There's even, like, a tiny little lake with, like... Well, actually, I was going to say it's got animal. It's got, like, animals in it. It had one geese yeah. and one... Um, like turn or something in it yeah but and, still um, you know yeah but still it, it's, it's like super relaxing so yeah so that was the first thing we did and um so that was the first because we arrived like midday so we were like we don't want to do any like proper trips outwards so we were like we'll just explore like the actual kiruizawa like city part yeah also it was it was raining and it was like foggy and we thought you know maybe the weather will clear up the next mm. day so we, we kind of just did that. Um, other thing is the food at this mall is actually really nice. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, again, it's not like mall food. It's, you know, in fact, let's even stop saying mall because it's not a mall. Well, there was but, one cafeteria type thing which was more mall. Oh, true. Yeah, it did have But, that. but it that still had good delicious. food, yeah. yeah holy crap. And then there good. was along the main street, like facing the front street, there was a bunch of restaurants. Yeah. Um, and we went to three of them. We went to a Hawaiian burger place. 
a pizza place and a Chinese place and all of them have vegetarian options. Yeah, yeah. Really like nice um, variety of food. And I think the reason they had so many vegetarian options is probably because I imagine a lot of foreigners and a lot of like, yeah. they have a lot of visitors from outside of the town going. Yeah, because they're used to having foreign tourists. It's definitely, yeah, I imagine mm. it's something that they're used to like catering to. Yeah. Almost every staff member we spoke to had like a small amount of English. So with our like small amount of Japanese plus their English, we totally got by fine. Yeah, for sure. They always had English menus. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so um, apart from it being a skiing destination and the shopping plaza, the two things that the area is kind of known for is um, a waterfall, mm. um, Shiraito Falls. Shiraito? Shiraito? Shiraito Falls. And also like a viewing platform called the... Usui Pass. <laughs> Usui Pass, yeah. God damn it, I always screw up Usui Pass. I might be saying it wrong, I'm yeah. not sure. No, no, I think it is that. But yeah, so the second day we went to um, Shiraito Falls. And also, you know, the re- uh, another reason why it's so good to stay at the Arpa Hotel is because it's next to the train station which is also where all the basically all the buses come. Yeah. Um, so you're going to be right next to the bus stop to be oh, able to go to your and uh, just to destinations. like compliment the hotel even more. We went to ask at the reception about the bus timetable, and luckily we did because what we found online is actually different because coronavirus has affected how often the buses are running. So they were really nice, and they gave us like a timetable, and they circled on the map where we need to go and where we get off, yeah. which times it's going, like leaving when it's coming back. So yeah. that was very helpful. Yeah. So to get to the falls, um, you take a bus there. It's probably like a thirty-minute bus ride or something. Maybe at least like twenty minutes. Yeah, and um, it was seven hundred and twenty yen, like each way. First of all, like the bus stop at the waterfall. It's literally only a two-minute walk to the falls. Like, it's barely a walk. It's Japan right has to totally road. mastered having, <laughs> like, these nice naturey spots where you can take a bus there easily or a tram or whatever, and then it's got a tiny little walk so you feel like you've achieved something. But yeah. it's also accessible because, obviously, they've got a pretty old population here. Yeah, so true. So it's good. Like, we saw, like, there was, like, a couple there who had clearly taken, like, it was one of their mums. And, you know, she was, like, hobbling along where they both held each of her arms. Yeah. But because it was so easily like accessible like you know this little tiny old lady could go see the waterfall too mm. so yeah you get off at the bus stop there's a whole lot of souvenir shops on one side of the road yeah um and then you do a short little walk and the reason this waterfall is famous is it's called the like string waterfall because it's not very tall but it's very long or like wide yeah it's like a half circle almost yeah and it's like the water the way the water falls down it kind of looks like i don't know what the word is yeah i couldn't actually see the river that it was coming off from like yeah it looked like it was coming out of the mountain yeah i think yeah there must be a river there but it almost looked artificial to me because yeah exactly it was coming out of the mountain like you know like just out of the soil it looked so weird Almost like there's no way that ground could be stable, you know? Yeah. Like, how, how is that waterfall still there? Although we did see there was, like, a sign saying that the waterfall had been, like, um, there was, like, a massive flood and landslide there in 2001 or 2003. Yeah, so, so had maybe, an image maybe of they fixed it up a little bit where, where they've kind of made the ground more stable so it flows in a certain way. I don't know. Even when we were there, not at the actual fall, but in that short walk prior to it, there was a giant like tree had obviously fallen in a slip or a like i don't know the word is a mudslide so clearly like it's not fully stable but it's been there for like however many hundreds or thousands of years so even if there's the occasional like mudslide it's not the end of the world and also because 
it's like you know still coronavirus and travel's not happening right now and there's no tourists there wasn't that many people there and it gave us a chance to take some like you know mm. you can kind of just get right in the middle and take selfies and stuff and yeah apparently it's it normally easy. quite busy and it was kind of busy there was a few other like groups of people because like we caught the bus with them so we yeah. knew they were going to be there but you know it was yeah there was like it was easy to get good photos where you couldn't see anyone else in the photo yeah but like it is one of those things where like you take the bus there and that's the only thing to do there so you go you admire it you take your photos and then you catch the bus back <laughs> um highly recommend everyone go see that i've never seen a waterfall that's like that before yeah um super clear and also it wasn't very deep and i imagine i don't know if people do this i don't even know if it's allowed but i imagine people would kind of go into the water and take photos. i suspect you're not allowed to go in the water yeah, but i not. guess if you went at the right time when there was no one else there like who's gonna stop you yeah, yeah slash like i bet like the locals used to do that before it became a tourist attraction yeah that's right yeah so the next day we went to that observation point which by the way observation in japanese is called um Shidai, where and i kept seeing that everywhere like mm. there were arrows like pointing and then it said that and i was like man like, and when we when we go, got on the bus nice. to go there the guy was like miharashidai and i was like yeah eh, nani? Miharashidai? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> actually we should probably point out that the day before after the falls we tried to get to this observation point oh my walking. god yeah so we put into google maps usui pass observation deck and it took us to the usui pass like road like the highway point on the road where cars can pull yeah. over but you can't actually see anything so we walked there it wasn't that long like it was fine and then we were like well this is not the right place so we looked it up again and there was like another one came up so we put in that one it was like 40 minutes walk away from this one so we wandered towards that one it took us through like some different neighborhoods in Kuruizawa, like maybe like the slightly wealthier neighborhoods which was kind of cool um we mm. got there we were like this is not the observation deck um and then finally we like looked it up again and there was another one that was further away we were like it must be that so, yeah so we basically just kept going on this wild goose chase and we never got there and then eventually we gave up but then the next day when we actually took the bus the bus went the exact same path that it we was went. just like 20 minutes further than where we'd walked yeah yeah exactly <laughs> by the way that the place that we walked through that like the with the rich houses man mm. that was such an amazing place it's like yeah. in the it's like a forest so there's trees and everything like it's quite it's quite like a thick forest i guess but then with these just houses like situated with it was them. cool because instead of having grass lawns they had like moss covered yeah ground i've never been to a place that looks so green you mm. know like a really nice like dark green everywhere yeah and it, it looked like that they had like they almost hadn't even disturbed the nature around it they had just built the houses perfectly within these trees yeah so yeah that looked cool and it wasn't it was actually kind of like it was annoying that we couldn't find what we were trying to find but it was kind of cool because it was a nice walk. The weather was pretty, like, all good. We took our jackets off and stuff. And we got to explore the actual, like, Kuruizawa, like, city or town yeah, in exactly. the surrounding area, like, way more than we would have otherwise. Yeah, yeah. That sounds good. Uh, but, yeah, when we actually went to the pass, um, we literally could not have chosen a worse day to go because yeah. it was so foggy. And the whole point of going to this observation point is obviously to observe. Yeah, to see the view from a 1,000. It's, like, yeah. 1,200 meters high. Yeah. But, like, it was the only day we could go. Like, we hadn't gone, yeah, we, we hadn't did. made it the day before when the weather was good. We were leaving the day after that. So, we were like, we're just going to have to do it. And fingers crossed, it's, like, above the fog. But it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. Oh, yeah, actually, the other cool thing about this point is that it's, like, halfway between um, Nagano Prefecture and Ganma Prefecture. Yeah. So, you're, like, 
there's like literally like a line and you, if you're on one side you're in one prefecture and the other you're in another one yeah so, so you can stand that's like a fun once. thing um but yeah we, we had no view at all we couldn't see anything it was just complete fog it was so it was foggy. raining we just had our umbrellas just looking at like it was thing. good because we were literally the only people there yeah so that's probably the only time that would be the only people there but yeah, yeah we true. didn't get to see it's supposed to have a really good view of some like the southern alps of japan and also three mountains right and it's known as like rising sun point because it's supposedly a good spot to view the sunrise oh, but true. we did not see any of that <laughs> yeah the fog was really really thick like we could probably only see a couple of meters in front of yeah. us you know but it actually it was a great atmosphere to go to the nearby temple there yeah and um, the temple's called kumano kotai shrine mm. oh, so i guess it's a shrine not a temple but mm. <laughs> because of the fog it made it look all mystical and and you know like like it made it look like a nice like ancient temple that you would see like, it in a movie. felt like one of those environments where you'd walk up some steps and then you'd like get lost in the fog and you'd be like and spirited away yeah, and you'd yeah. appear in some other world so that was kind of cool, but it was like, so the bus was only returning at certain times. So it was kind of good because we went there, we got off the bus, we we're the only people going there. And the bus driver told us when he was next going to be back. And then when we finished doing the viewing platform, we still had like quite a bit of time before he came. So we were like, screw it, we'll go visit the shrine. Yeah. And it was nice. I bought like a little fortune thing, which had a cute little cat oh yeah i got a little cat figurine out of it and i had i think it was like medium fortune it wasn't good or bad damn hey no that's a good thing (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) um yeah so those are kind of like the two main things oh the the one other thing actually that we saw on the way um when we were walking to the observation point actually no on when we were walking back was um it's called old ginza street so it's like this... That's old Kiruizawa Ginza Street. Oh, Kiruizawa Ginza Street. Like, and I think when the city was... Or the town was originally, like, old school, this was the shopping district. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's a straight road. It goes all the way from, like, basically near the observation point to back to the station. We got ice cream, you know? Nice yeah, experience. Yeah. We that found was actually it. the only place we saw tourists as well. Yeah, it was the only other place we saw, like, white people. So... Yeah. It was so exciting <laughs> yeah it's definitely a place i wish we had a lot more money because there's some really nice things to buy there. yeah i saw this one shoe shop in particular sonia loved the shoe shop yeah it was like really nice like um floral patterns and like um like natural patterns like on the shoes like looking yeah really unique you know like if you bought those shoes you'd be the only one to wear those shoes mm. and there was even a shop there was even a new zealand store there yeah they had like cccs yeah. they had like little kiwis everywhere That's, yeah selling only new zealand stuff i was like oh man we actually probably should we didn't even go in we probably should have maybe yeah. it was like a kiwi working there i don't know yeah or someone who loved new zealand yeah and on the way back so we were walking we walked through old kuduizawa back to our hotel which was like it's not a super long walk but you know long enough when you're kind of very tired yeah so we stopped for lunch and we went to a wee japanese restaurant and they had a vegetarian like set menu which was cool oh yeah that was nice yeah and the food was really good i mean mine was literally like it's good because i feel like in new zealand if you spent like 20 dollars, you get just the salad but mine came with like this massive salad and then it also had like a rice miso soup another side another side dish and then another side dish mm. it definitely made me realize that because um they had like a menu on the outside but it didn't have english on it definitely made me realize that even if they don't have english it's probably worth asking because yeah. um they ended up giving us an english menu yeah like we went in because we tried to go to a restaurant the other day that didn't have back in, at home that didn't have an english menu and it was a mission so we're like we're gonna ask and if they don't we'll leave yeah just because like we can kind of like we can kind of figure out 
the katakana that like it takes a long time for me mm. to read it um so we went in and if anyone's coming to japan you need to know it's just literally ego menu english yeah. menu yeah you know do Easy. a little hand yeah, shoulder yeah. motion and they yeah. know they either say yes or no man body body um language language yeah. <laughs> i was gonna say body motion body <laughs> language matters a lot when you're talking here yeah. i reckon you know i mean if you suck the language like we do yeah as long as you as long as you're pointing correctly and your face is kind of doing something then they yeah it's so much easier to understand yeah by the way so yeah so when we were walking like through Ginza street this was when it was super foggy i mean we had just come from the observation point it was pretty early so we were there's another point that we were going to go to which is karuizawa bird sanctuary uh it's meant to be a large forest um, that you can walk through and they also do like guided tours and stuff mm. that we decided against it because it was so foggy you this literally was, couldn't see yeah. more than 10 meters in front of you and it started to rain um, pretty like it was getting pretty cold like this was at yeah. the point where like wearing my jacket and my scarf was like not enough like i was pretty cold yeah exactly so we yeah we were pretty gutted because we wanted we really wanted to go but we we're like there's no point in going to a bird viewing place when you can't even see like a meter in front of you yeah exactly <laughs> and um yeah, man, we were, we were gutted because the next day, so today, so it was super foggy yesterday. We could barely see anything yesterday. And then today we woke up and it's sunny. It's super hot. It was the best it's, weather that we yeah. had the whole time we were there. Yeah, it was the best weather. Like, it would have been the perfect day to go to the bird sanctuary, but, you know, we had to come to Nagano's. We, we had to, like, check out of our hotel, so we had yeah, our bags. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, but, but, but despite, you know, despite the fog, despite the rain, it actually worked out really well like we yeah. we kind of saw most of what we wanted to see and also it was still a really really good trip i still enjoyed the viewing platform it was literally just in i don't know if this is the right word but in retrospect when the next day it was so sunny that was when i regretted having gone the day before yeah exactly yeah because it sucked we didn't get the cool view but we were like it was still a nice experience you know we were in two prefectures once the shrine was really cool yeah so it was only when we were like damn it if only we'd gone today yeah. that we regretted having gone the day before um, and then we took the train to Nagano. So we just took the local train. It was like an hour and a half, but it felt like less. We kind of wanted it to last longer because it was really nice. Like it took you through some like very nice, like scenic views of rural Japan. Yeah, honestly, if, unless you're in a super, super hurry, there's kind of no point taking the drink and saying it's so much better taking the other train and kind of taking in the sights yeah. and stuff. And we sure. were the only people in our like carriage for the first hour. It was yeah. only when we kind of got to the edges of Nagano City when I think it was a bunch of school kids got on kind of thing. Hmm. And even I, then it wasn't full. Like, yeah. Again, it's the fact that there's no tourists at the moment means that traveling is so good for us. Hmm. Like it kind of, you know, it started off as coronavirus being this terrible thing because we couldn't really do what like we wanted to do. Like it's still terrible. I mean, yeah, in terms of travel, I'm saying. Um, so yeah, it's a terrible thing. But in terms of travel, it was bad personally for us because we couldn't go anywhere but now yeah. it's kind of turned into our favor because everything's so empty you're sort of left alone in all these tourist hotspots mm. and also you know in terms of the workers and stuff they kind of have more time to help you out as well yeah yeah so yeah it's actually worked out really well yeah we like thoroughly enjoyed the trip like despite the fact that it was pretty rain like it was like the one it was like we had three days and one of the days was like not great weather yeah but you know, like I said, we kind of knew that coming in, even though I was, I was super, like, I was too optimistic and that I was hoping we'd have really good weather. So, apparently there's heaps of stuff to do when it's raining, like, there's a bunch of museums there, but we didn't. Yeah, apparently there are a lot of museums. People were telling us that. And, and when you a, look at what to do in Kuroizawa on a rainy day, it comes up with, like, 20 museums. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So, 
maybe like uh, maybe next time you know there's a couple of museums that are worth going to because apparently um if you were saying this was the only place where they had the both summer and winter olympics i think that i think that, Na- that means that means nagano as a whole but yeah. kiruizawa also hosted some of yeah, the yeah. sports of the game so yeah it's the only town or city or whatever that's ever hosted both the summer and winter apparently yeah. i haven't fact check this but that's what it says on all the like tourist websites for nagano i wouldn't mind coming back in winter um to yeah. see what it's like during snow season yeah i bet it would be a lot busier yeah for sure because that's what it's for like yeah. it's a it's just like a town for skiing yeah yeah but yeah it was uh like it was weird because lots of people like all of our students our japanese students would recommend kiruizawa every foreigner who we spoke to like so our work colleagues hadn't been Mm. so it's like it's a place that a lot of people who live in tokyo have been to but people who are visiting tokyo don't go to if that makes sense unless it's for skiing oh 100 yeah so yeah it is not a place like it's not really popular with tourists at all mm. it's kind of i mean i don't know i guess you can't even call it a hidden gem because it's not hidden at all with locals but yeah. but that's like the same with anywhere in the world you know like there's, there's always places um that the locals love going to but then mm. if you're coming from overseas you know, like if you're here, if you're here for a month, it was the same with Mount Takao, how we said, you know, if you're coming here for a month, you would not go to Mount Takao. Well, yeah, because if you were coming to Japan for a month, you're going to go to like Kyoto, Osaka, Okinawa, Hokkaido, Tokyo. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to go to Kuruizawa or Nagano. Yeah. Um, but, I know, I w- but I would recommend it for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If you have, maybe if you've been to Japan and already been to those main spots, mm. then I think it would definitely be like a place to see. Yeah. Uh, so yeah so again the the four like main places i guess that we went to that we'd recommend would be the prince shopping plaza the shirato falls shirato yeah shirato falls i think it's rato i don't know the usai pass usui (laughs) usui pass observation platform um and try to definitely go to that when it's not foggy yeah don't do what we did and then um the karuizawa ginza street yeah yeah. And also, you know what, if you're going to be at the observation platform, definitely visit that shrine while you're there. Mm, yeah, yeah. Mm. Which actually, if like, the only reason we weren't going to visit that shrine, the only reason we did is because we had to wait for our bus anyway. And yeah. we thought we might as well. And then we spent more time at the shrine than we did at the viewing platform. Yeah, so. yeah, true. Like, it's a small shrine. It's like, I mean, there's a lot of shrines in Japan, so you've probably seen it's like if you've been to Japan. <laughs> yeah, but, you yeah. know, still, I still love getting to experience that. Yeah, yeah. Like, having such cool old buildings. Yeah, same. And, like, I love how the, um, like, women and men who work there wear, like, traditional clothes. You know, mm. it's a cool experience. All right, well, that's kind of it for Kaurizawa. So mm. we're at Nagano now, and, you know, we're going to be exploring it for the next couple of days. So we'll let you know what we discover um, on the next podcast. See you then. Bye. The next one. Bye.